0: Taking a
1: knife to your own face just to shave seems logical. (laughs) See, our ancestors, they were in (laughs) the trenches fighting Nazis or something and cutting their faces with open razors. And here we are. I'm sitting on a pillow instead of the ground because my tushy is too sensitive. And (laughs) now we gotta use razors that can't cut our faces. Yeah
0: the whole generation
1: is wussified. Seriously, yeah. One minute I'm about to throw up. Are you serious? No, well... Are you okay? I'm good. Okay, so I got two hours of sleep last night. Right. But, never fear, I bought one of those containers of chocolate-covered espresso beans from Trader Joe's for $4.86. And I've eaten half of it, which is like three servings. And I have it now next to me. And we'll be munching along as we proceed. Because...
2: Yes. Energy. Energy, my dear boy. I'm There's not no wind-powered. I'm powered by Joe, the traitor.
0: And coffee is sometimes called Joe, too.
1: Ah, that's what See, we I'm call a, a double and tantra. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you need to work on your friend Good day to you, and welcome to Primary Sources, a lazy sideshow created by the good fellows down at We Talk About Dead People to tide you over into the next normal episode. In this very educated and intellectual show, we read old books aloud and comment on them, as educated people do. Settle in, pour yourself a nice glass of brandy, place the white cat on your lap, and take a nice long pull on that massive cigar. There we go. Right as rain. Good day to you, Jay! Are you in a place where you can scream now? No. <laughs> Damn it! Our fans need to hear your screaming! Uh, uh, uh. Hey, before we get into anything else. Yeah. I have an announcement to make. Oh, dear John. Yes. Yes. And it's going to take me just one second to pull it up because I am slow
1: because you have, haven't prepared and no since your I life don't has prepare no anything importance, for this fucking show. You make our right. listeners wait for you because then your life has some meaning. Okay. So here seconds. Okay, yeah. Would you just
0: <laughs> shut up? <laughs> God damn it. Okay, <clears throat> here's the thing. Mm-hmm. All right, James, get yeah. ready. Mhm. So, this last couple of weeks alone, yes, we've gotten two new patrons. Oh, Jesus. Yes. And the first out of the gate was Tyler. 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 Yeah, Tyler has been a longtime listener (sighs) of the show who finally decided to make us slightly more successful (laughs) and give us a reason to keep going. Uh, And he joined our $5 tier,
1: which is great. So, thank you, Tyler. That's not a tie. That's a win. Uh, a, a Winler. Winler. Let's just give
0: a new nickname. Winler. The
2: Windler is
0: back and he's winning
2: again. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you have graduated from Tyler to Winler. <laughs> yep. Much love to you, Winler. Yes. Uh, but then no less than a week later. Oh. We got another patron! Oh! We got Gabby. Gabby. Uh. Huh. Which we usually are. I mean, we are a podcast. We are Gabby. We are rather
1: (laughs) Gabby. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gabby joined our $15 history teacher uh, tier. Jesus. Wow. Jesus.
1: That's, I know, right? That's, it's that's that's a lot. We are undeserving wretches.
0: I mean that's like minimum wage for an hour of work. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> minimum wage where do you live? I live in austin texas there's worth. no way minimum wage is 15 po- oh, i guess if you split it between the two of us now we're more
0: some people well i was gonna say some people would argue that 15 dollars should be the minimum wage per hour oh. but we're not gonna go there no we're
1: not gonna go there oh yeah no oh, oh god we opened no, up a no. little pot of beans
0: yeah but uh so,
2: Ga- <laughs> so,
0: so uh gabby joining our history teacher here gets to pick somebody who will definitely appear on the show, mm. Mm. and is now unofficially mm. in, which means she can make as many fucking recommendations as she likes. So there you go. Wow. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's that brings us up twenty bucks in pledges. Wow. Week. Can... Month. Yeah.
1: We can yeah. buy an
0: onion. Uh, I just want to say real quick, also, j- just to remind everybody, these are monthly donations. You will be automatically charged at the beginning of the month. If you ever have to adjust what you're giving, feel free to do so. We won't be hurt. No, we won't
1: be hurt. That's right. Not from that. We'll, of- no. we'll starving. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: two other things. Uh, we also set up a Venmo uh, for the tip jar. Okay. Uh, that's uh, WTADP. That's all you got to put in. Yeah. That's our handle. Handy. And you can, you know, if you just want to make a one-time donation, that's the way to do it. You don't want to become a patron, which is fine. I get it. It seems like Patreon is like losing people, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, which yeah. I don't know why that is. But there's like controversy and shit going around about Patreon. I'm like, God damn it! Am I going to be in a controversy just for trying to get my food paid for? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's 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 the way of, food. That's way
1: of life. I mean. <laughs> Huh. That's the, well, the uh, that's the the bread line. <laughs> the, the food you eat is controversial. Well, I'll just <laughs>
2: say
0: that's you know you. I got a text from you this morning saying you ate seven mugs for breakfast. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's not that controversial. Lies. Okay, and then the last thing about regarding regarding money because that's
1: all we like to talk about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Here at Imperial Weekly, we sell you opium in the form of words because we want your cash in our pockets. <laughs> well, okay, Get so last boys we,
0: Jesus God. The last thing we set up is a, a literal digital tip jar. Um which is it's not Venmo, but it you don't have to have an account to tip us. Oh. So, like, if you like our shit and you don't want to become a patron, you just want to like, hey, I really laughed really hard at this episode, let me send you some, bu- some, you know, money or whatever, uh, you can just go on there and select a custom amount or $5, 10 $20, um, <laughs> you know, just throw something our way
1: once. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. And our handle for that is also WTADP. That's digitaltipjar.com slash WTADP. What were
1: you going to say, James? Well, we were going to make it digitaltipjar slash the laughing prostitutes because <laughs> you pay us to laugh, but WTADP just. It, it's all right. It's well, plan now that B. we've su- Yeah. Yeah, now that well, we've sufficiently sold out.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, that's another thing I was thinking about. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Sold us to Time Warner? Damn it, Aaron! <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no such thing as Time Warner. It's now Spectrum, oh. James. Yes, yeah, not the same thing. Uh, Yeah, so I found out that... Get this. I found out that Sword and Scale, which is undergoing massive controversy right now, mm-hmm. he's bitching because he's losing his advertising money. Okay. But the bro makes $40,000 a
1: month on Patreon alone. Well, now, let's not jump to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> I He's mean,
2: about.
0: I mean, it seems like if we, if you and I could get enough patrons or enough, you know, people given to the show, we would never have to do ads like we've always planned.
2: We'd never have but, to do
0: abs, too. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe in the face of like whatever money he was making, forty k a month seems like nothing. But I don't, I don't really give a shit. Forty thousand dollars a month. I think you can go fuck yourself getting pissed off about losing your advertisers.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. Hmm. I don't know, I, I need more information before I can make a, a good call on it.
0: Alright, fair enough. Uh, and that's controversy territory, which we usually don't go to. So <laughs> I would like you to
1: mark that. I think it's fine, I'm just being an ass because I, I'm not thinking before I'm talking. So don't take anything! <laughs> I know you can't think, you had two
0: hours of sleep and yeah. you work a, like a brain-dead job,
1: man. I, can't I, I e- don't blame you. I can't even think of the word I'm trying to write down. Oh, yeah.
2: Controversial. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, God. Save me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
0: here on Primary Sources, you know, or rather, here on We Talk About Dead People, we typically do uh, the stories of two dead people, or one sometimes. Actually, more frequently we're doing one. Uh, but every now and then we like to give ourselves a little break because it turns out researching an entire life takes a lot of time. So yeah. what we do instead is we read old books by dead people, yeah. um, and we sort of get the dead people in their own words. Yeah, so, yeah. N- n- no, well, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck well, else is you, it? You, I be- you always do. <laughs> I, I
1: take the liberties to not do that. What we say you know we're going to do. <laughs> you texted
0: me last night and said I didn't have to get ready, and I still
1: got ready. <laughs> What the fuck? Well, happened? At least share, you've share your that. tale of woe. <laughs> I, I'm ready. I am ready. I just may not have primary sources, but I've got what other. What the hell other, do you have? Um, controversy.
0: Oh my god. Drama. Well, then, you know, I think as being the the sole failure on this this particular episode you should walk the plank
1: first okay <laughs> or or we
0: could flip a coin if you want oh
1: sure let's flip the coin let's let destiny decide and not right, that well, crappy video game let's actually let me
0: get let me get my coin destiny. for those of you who don't know whenever i flip a coin i'm literally flipping the cap of my diploma tube because it's literally worthless <laughs> <clears throat> that's a joke it's not literally worthless it's Worth about two cents in paper, okay. Because <clears throat> it just sits in my closet. I didn't frame it or anything. Mm-hmm. Master's degree, deciding for us what we will cover on this show.
1: Okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Heads right. or tails. Um, heads. Okay. Oh no, I didn't really flip it. Hold on. What? <laughs> I heard a flip. I heard two clicks.
0: I kind of, I kind of dropped it. I didn't really flip it. So here we go. Yeah, no, we can't. That was definitely a a flip. Okay, okay. Tails wins. Did you pick heads or tails? I can't remember. I picked tails. Ah, so you go first.
1: No, I, I, I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't tell a lie. I picked heads. Ah, damn it. Okay, I'm fine. So, here we go. Now, now I don't know much about football, but I know in football you can decide to go second or first if you, if you win. You know
0: what? I'll go first because I have something that's slightly on topic. Oh oh okay because we have a topic apparently <laughs> do I we? mean so far so <laughs> is far it our stupidity? topic <laughs> I was going to say yeah so far our topic is like stupid selling out and getting people to buy our shit mm, mm-hmm. pay us but i just wanted to say i have a book called
1: one thousand ways to make money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, so at least you did your research on selling out. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: by Paige Fox, and it was published in 1900.
2: Paige Fox. Okay.
0: Yes. Uh, <clears throat> and it's 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 amazing. It's just your regular ass listicle book. Yeah. Um. So there's literally one to a thousand ways of making money. Great. And all of which we'll read now. Yes. <laughs> I would like you, James, to pick a random number between oh. one and a thousand. Oh, well, we'll you, we'll you go know where we got to start. 69? N- n- no. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> where are we starting?
1: That was, that was my second one. No, 666.
0: Oh. oh, yeah. All right, hold on. Let's go to that page. Hold on. I I'm scrolling through this For like behold, a fucking monkey. The beast
2: is coming with wrath. Oh, we're
0: getting
1: close. And it is 592 a human
2: number 666. Okay, hold on. I got Commander it. Cody, execute order 66.
1: You really are on a different level this morning. <laughs> I'm <laughs> What do you think of Pythagoras and his whole little Theory about trying. Uh,
0: okay, I found it. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, number six hundred and sixty-six mm-hmm. is the flamless torch. Oh, fire. And you would think it would be
1: flameless, but it's spelled flamless. Well, let's let's dive into that for a second. What is a oh. flam? <laughs> Isn't that like I- some Mexican dessert? don't I- know. <laughs> No, what it makes me think of is <laughs> when you're cooking pancakes and you pick one up with a, a spatula and you just fling it across the room right into the wife, the wife's face. It's like a, a flapjack slam or a, or a yeah. flam. Okay, so we're
0: inventing a torch that does not throw a flapjack at your wife.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. Um, Okay, what? so number six six 666. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> the Flameless Torch. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Here we go. There are hogsheads full of money for the man who will invent an igniter which will cause combustible matter to burn but will not itself flame. A device which can ignite a lamp instantly by a thrust down the chimney or light the gas without the
1: usual hunt for a match. That's it. <laughs> so, the... <laughs> So Paige is saying if we can light some pigs on fire without using matches. Yes. Then the chimney will be all okay. That's yeah.
0: exactly right, James. She's definitely not she or he, I can't I don't actually know. Well if it's um,
1: a, it Paige Fox. I mean, so. it's spelled
0: P-A-G-E. Oh. I know P-A-I-G-E. <laughs> yeah, okay. like an actual Page. So I don't uh, know it's, then. I'm pretty sure it's a gender neutral name, but sure. <clears throat> He, she, uh, is basically saying that you can make a bunch of money if you can invent a flashlight. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: that's true. Um, when was this written? <laughs> 1900. Ah, so before the torch. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Yes. So yeah.
0: Thomas Edison was reading this book. He got to 666 and he goes, oh shit. This is where it's at. This is the devil number. And then he's like, "I'll invent a light bulb." <laughs> mm. <Yeah. laughs> yep, yep. Hey, there's another one on this page. I want to, I want to read before we, uh, before we. Uh, All right. Do, well, it hurts my
1: feelings, but go ahead. <laughs> Six hundred
0: and sixty. <laughs> Artificial egg. <laughs>
2: So, go on
0: <laughs> <laughs> the art of chemistry is now so far advanced that a clever student of the science ought to compound an egg which will be so cheap and such a clever imitation of nature as to enable him to make money by his skill, literally like invent an egg oh, like sure <laughs> yeah. invent an egg yeah you could make money uh i mean it's it's you know basically the same thing I mean. All the eggs we eat today are artificial anyway.
1: It's almost like we're artificial. Living in an artificial society.
0: Did you watch Ex Machina, bro? Yeah! Dude. Oh my god, it was <sighs> so woke!
1: I don't even know <laughs> what you're talking about. I didn't okay. see it. Okay, um, oh, new, it's, number, yeah, it's... new number. New <clears> number. <throat> okay, um, okay. Seventy. 70. Yeah, and not because it's after 69, but because in 70 AD, the temple was destroyed, and that's travesty. Okay, well, number 70 is
0: Blanched Almonds. (laughs)
1: really really into the food thing food and yeah. flashlights <laughs> i mean i'm uh, i'm down that sounds like a great camping trip but okay <laughs> blanched almonds blanched one? almonds all right okay.
0: <clears throat> shell the nuts pour them pour over them boiling water let them stand in the water a minute and then throw them in cold water rub between the hands The nuts will be white as snow, and if placed prominently in the window, very tempting. Sell by
1: the ounce. See, here's my problem. If you're (laughs) writing a book with a thousand of these ways to make money, and at number 70 you're getting to skinning an almond and putting (laughs) in the windows of your your store, then maybe you want to just, like, cut it down a bit. Like, maybe... (laughs) 50 ways to make money that's still a lot just eh, a thousand might be too many if you're at the almond stage seven. well i
0: mean it's like this is so funny it's like you could you could condense like all of these down into make food and sell it yeah make it look appealing and like number 65 it, yeah. is donuts <laughs> how to make donuts and sell them yeah Hmm. and 69 in case you all were wondering is molasses candy oh, yeah that's a and the, the the one for that is all children want molasses candy true <laughs> we should if get out you're not a child <laughs> Uh so yeah uh yep that's it that's 70 do you want to do one more I, I do
1: no i want to i want to go early let's see what number 7 is i want to know seven. like when did the author run out of good ideas for earning money <laughs> okay 7 the holy
0: number here we go yep number 7 the missing factor Your employee... Oh, I'm sorry. Your employers are wrestling with a question. They are uncertain whether to invest or not. They are doubtful about the character or standing of some man with whom they are or may become heavily involved. It will be worth thousands to you if you can procure any scrap of information that will help them to set it right. A young clerk who discovered an error in Bradstreet's was soon admitted to partnership in his employer's firm. That's it.
1: Well, that's good advice. Just know what you gotta know. Learn information is, is wealthy. What? Yeah. Valuable. Try to find that's the mistakes. Word.
0: Yeah. Try to find the mistakes that the big people are making. Mm-hmm. Point them out and be like, Hello, sir. I found a problem in your accounting book. And they'll be like, Would you like to be the CEO? And you're like, yes, sir. Mm. that's it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also noticed that you weren't properly skinning your almonds. Would you like (laughs) me to show you how it's done? For a skinned almond saved is a skinned almond earned. There's more than one way to blanch
0: an almond. (laughs) Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay, do you want to do one more or do you want to move on?
1: I want to I want to do one more. Let's Okay. Let's, pick go, a let's go big. Let's just Okay, big. 999. Okay, that's that's obvious cuz it's 666 upside down. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you, you turn the devil on his head and you're going to get money. That's just
0: Okay, hold hold up. Hold capitalist. up. I found one on the way there. I've been I'm scrolling through these like it's an actual book, okay? Mm-hmm. Nine nine hundred and eighty-eight <clears throat> is just old Italian violins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're and, okay, out in okay. the woods and you see a Stradivarius, yeah, pick it up. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: is I'm
0: reading this right now, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's it's advocating for fraud. Oh, uh, okay. Let me okay. L- let me uh, let me just read this to you. Tell me tell Detail. me whether or not this is fraud. Okay. Mm -hmm. Old Italian violins sell at prices ranging from $500 to $5,000 when you can buy them at all, which is seldom, for they are mostly in the hands of wealthy collectors. Now we will let you in on a great secret. It is not the kind of wood or the form of the instrument alone which produces the rare quality of sound. But it lies also in the kind of varnish used. By experimenting with varnish you can produce a Stradivarius which will sell for almost any amount you choose to
1: ask. But it it has more than just varnish. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a Strad, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think the people buying it will know that okay, you just you just smeared hand cream on this Piece of bamboo. It's not a Stradivarius.
0: Yeah, well I don't and you would I think the people buying a Stradivarius would be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Right? For sure. You're not, se- you're not like, se- I mean, I guess, now that I take it back. You say, hey, I've got a Strad, but, you know, I really love your oh. kid and want him to continue with his, you know, violin lessons.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll
0: sell it to you for a discounted price of $10,000. And they're like, oh, my God, I'll take the Strad for $10,000 right. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it is really fraud. That's the only way you're going to make any money with right, Bus scheme.
1: I mean, if you're Italian, that just comes naturally.
0: All right, so 999 mm-hmm. is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> 999 from the book of 1,000 ways to make money: legal counselors.
1: Uh huh.
2: <laughs> that, that's
0: it. And I'm gonna. I'll read it. Oh, all but right. Yeah, I don't I'll know if it's it. gonna be. So, what is true of medicine is equally so of the law. Specialists in such branches as real estate, legacies, insurance, etc., are in receipt of immense revenue. Celebrated bar pleaders have also grown rich. The names of Rufus and Joseph Choate of William Everts and Ben Butler are examples of men who have received single fees of $10,000. One young lawyer says, quote... I began seven years ago and during this period my earnings with their investments amount to $200,000. Jeez. Legal talent is also liberally paid for by the great corporations, all of which employ at a regular salary one or more attorneys. So basically, become a lawyer. Yeah, like Rufus. That's yeah. 999. Page has really <laughs> run out. So Well, no. <laughs> How can I make money? Uh, Become a lawyer, Daryl. Not only
1: does he have the lawyer thing after the skinned almond thing, <laughs> but it's it's significant. Secondly, after. Uh, I'm thinking become a lawyer should be your number five or six, not 999. Okay. I'm going to hear the hear last number, one. Yeah. The
0: last one. Okay.
1: <laughs> you to have a good clincher to this. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: number 1000. Get the. It's genius. Okay. All right. <laughs> become a corporation president. <laughs> It's so simple. Oh god. Pro- <laughs> That's our President. problem. Uh, yeah, I know. Like James, like we're not making any money because we're not the presidents of some corporation. Get
1: Apple on the line. We need to go big. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh God! Yeah, I'm not even gonna read it because it's just listing off typical salaries for corporation presidents. Yeah, I was presidents.
1: blind, but now I see. Again, <laughs> again, like actual advice <laughs> after uh, the almonds. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: God! All right, I love this book. We may have to come back to it.
1: Yeah, we we should. That might just have to become a standard fake fakeisode tenant.
0: Yep. Uh. Oh, hey, one more. Mm. Sorry. Sure. Six hundred and fifty. <laughs> Automatic fire alarm. Procure some substance easily melted by heat, which, when melted, releases a spring which operates an alarm bell. Wow. So here's the thing. A lot of these inventions ended up happening. So That's was Page Fox a prophet
1: or prophetess? Are they the mastermind but behind Western civilization as a whole? Ah... Uh. Let's just assume they are now, and move hold on, on to what you have. Now, Damn it! Wait, hold on here. So all these other prophecies that he or she said have come to pass and do actually work. Do you think skinned blanched almonds are like the next big thing? Uh Elon Musk is gonna sue us. <laughs> really? Yeah, because uh, his
0: next big thing is blanched almonds. Shit.
1: We're fucked. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> Sorry, <Slayer>. Elon. <laughs> okay, James, Yeah. What, would you like to bring up your first not-thing? Y- yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. So...
2: I'm
1: gonna take a drink from my Nalgene, so just take it away. So I, I found some primary sources on the academic site... Um, wikipedia (laughs) oh christ and (laughs) i have some honorable mentions oh oh perfect i love honorable mentions yeah we all do so honorable mentions if if you're new to the show basically in my research as i'm looking for dead people to talk about i'll come across certain dead people who just don't have enough on their life for me to give a full episode about so they're they're kind of Itsy bitsy people, And anyway, so I've got a couple here. uh, if you want to hear about them, okay. Can I have a choice or? Are you oh. just gonna go? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I've got I've got a Syrian, I've okay. got a Chilean, and I've got a Swede. A Syrian,
0: a Chilean, and a Swede. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I don't know. How about the Chilean? And
1: they walk into a bar. Oh god. <laughs> so, the Chil- the Chilean Chilean? Yes, the, the Chilean. The chill Chilean? Alright. Well, Aaron, meet Gennaro Gajardo Vera. Okay. <laughs> Gennaro, and I don't know if that's his actual name. Um, Gennaro, probably. Gennaro, yeah. Gennaro is probably,
2: probably right.
1: Well, Hanaro was born in 1919 in Chile. Nice. He eventually Doubles. became a painter and a poet. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Then nice. he, he studied Spanish and law at the University of Chile and okay. became a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, perfect. He's, and he's following the rules of the book. He's yeah. 999 in his way to success. <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> he's doing it. Yeah. And all was well and good with Hanaro until one day he wanted to join a local club. Ah! Mm-hmm. But there's What's a club? problem. I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. <laughs> it, it was like a so- one of those social clubs for rich people. Okay. Uh, you had to be a landowner to join. That's how rich were to Like, full aristocrat party. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You gotta be a landowner to join. And Hanaro was not a landowner. Number 1001. Own land. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. uh, so there was no land to be found for poor Hanaro. He went Aww. home, feeling dejected. He could perhaps save up and buy some land, but no, that wasn't for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, oh, perhaps he could find new land and claim it! Yes! But, but no, there was nowhere left to claim. Oh, so he went home and sat there dejected. Day turned to evening, evening <laughs> to night. And then it struck him. <gasps> Up there in the sky! Uh, wow! <laughs> I'll claim the moon! What? <laughs> Nobody has claimed the moon yet! Holy so, shit! <laughs> <on> Septu- <laughs> yeah, this is big. <laughs> On September twenty fifth, nineteen fifty four, Henaro Gahardo Vera claimed that he owned the moon. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he wrote up a deed and right. went straight to the Chilean government and uh, and gave them his deed in order to make his, the whole thing legal. And oh the deed reads: Henaro Gahardo Vera, lawyer. Poet is the owner from before the year 1857, adding to put the possessions of his ancestors, the celestial body and only satellite of the earth. <laughs> With a <laughs> diameter of 3475.99 kilometers, under the name of Moon, whose boundaries are, due to being a sphere body, North, South, East and West outer space <laughs> then then it just goes on to give his current residency uh, his marital status, his signature and the date and he submits the deed three times to different government agencies and uh from here on out, Hanaro claimed that he was the owner of the moon) <laughs> but did they did they accept it I mean, as legal? So, here's the thing. Most of the sources on this are in Spanish. Um okay. not in English. And the ones that are in English uh they're a lot of them are based on rumors or legend. Mm-hmm. Uh up until this point, this is all true. He he did write the deed up. Um but from now on, we we don't really know. I can't read Spanish or I can't read it too well. So it <laughs> Ask the Chileans, but apparently most... This is just common knowledge in Chile, and most Chileans, like, think that they own the moon. In kind of a fun way. Like, yeah, of course we own the moon. Yeah, well, I mean, how could you resist? It's like... Of course.
0: Yeah, we're the first to claim it. It's ours. Yeah.
1: So, the the legend goes on, and... (laughs) There is some proof, maybe, that President Nixon later sent Honaro a message asking for permission to land astronauts on the moon on behalf of the people of the United States. Um, but again, pfft. Probably not true, but we're going to say it's true because that's a great story. I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And another legend says that Chilean tax collectors once approached Tanaro in order f- to make him pay the property taxes on the moon. And oh, he was my. like, well, you got to survey the thing before you know how much I owe you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they're like,
1: okay, fair point. We'll we'll go about our business. And they left him alone. They backed down on literally collecting taxes for the entire moon. Well, they they had to go up there and like measure it like, uh, David Berg did. (laughs) That's a tough task. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. So Hanaro eventually, he eventually died and he, I think in his will, he left the moon to the Chilean people. And that's kind of why they think it's theirs in a, in a fun sort of way. Oh, that's but, uh, wonderful. again, every source I found on this said different things. But Okay. For, for as far I, as I'm concerned, Chili owns the moon, because that's All right, amazing.
2: <laughs>
0: <now>. <laughs> I mean, right now, if you asked me to tell tell you who owned the moon, I wouldn't have an answer. But now, you now, do. now I do, yeah.
1: Well, that's what we're really about here at We Talk About, about Dead People, is we supply answers. <laughs> like, to, to your big questions. Right. Right? Yeah, you learn so, everything. That's kind of what I've got. Um, okay. If, if you want to go back to your your little hopscotch, let's, let's okay.
0: Do. I'll give you a. Uh, I'll give you a choice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Would you like to learn about uh, some goody two shoes? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. A, a g- <laughs> hey, last episode only. Oh. Uh, would you like to learn about a guy named Bolo? Mm. Uh, would you like to learn I think it's a guy I really don't know I haven't read the story yet uh, <laughs> but, uh, would you like to learn about personal hygiene Ooh. Uh, or would you like to learn about the stars
1: oh so okay I've got stars personal hygiene bolo and a goody two shoots yes I'm gonna go personal hygiene because that's really a struggle of mine <laughs> okay as you know. So, yeah. I mean,
0: I know you can't, you literally can't fit into a shower. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I look at myself like tall. a cat, but then the Assyrians <laughs> cut out my tongue, and it just hasn't been the same since.
0: Man, you are on a different level. Oh my god. Okay, so, <clears throat> personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. This is from a self-help book. Great. Right. Um, oh, oh, A shit. thousand <laughs> ways to stay clean.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, it was published in 1905. Oh God! Uh, I actually, the author isn't in the metadata, so I'm not gonna scroll to the beginning to to find it because. Ah, oh, fuck it. Let's find out who did it. Oh, here's a William seal. Brown. By the way, this is in the Library of Congress. Okay, William Brown, <laughs> Bill Brown, <laughs> Billy Boy. Uh, okay, so no author. It looks like it might have been, like, a collective. So it just appeared,
1: um, kind of like the golden tablets did, just yes, in, <laughs> yes. in the middle of Congress. And they're like, well, we better put this in the library. Hey, maybe that's where Joseph Smith's
0: golden tablets are, in the Library of Congress.
1: I wouldn't doubt that.
0: Yeah, okay. Just, like, next to the Book of Secrets, Nicolas Cage just shoves them aside. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah, I'm All right, so <clears throat> I did actually find the, uh, the Dedication. And this book is called Shaving Made Easy. Oh, what yes. What the man who shaves ought to know. Okay. <laughs> and this book is dedicated <clears throat> to those men who have difficulties in shaving <clears throat> in hope <throat> that its contents will be of assistance in remedying their troubles. <clears throat> mm.
2: All right. That's now, me.
1: Now, That's... Now, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, remember, at this time, the most popular method of shaving was with a straight razor. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, a big frickin' knife that you just run along your face and hope you don't slice off your own skin. Mm, mm-hmm. Alright, so I read it and it's got it it's got good information on how to care for a straight razor, um, and how to, you know, strop it and what kind of edge you should have. Sure. And how, yeah. Angle you need to use. But then, okay, at chapter four, oh this book goes on the attack oh. on the safety razor.
2: <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> okay, and here's the thing: I use a safety razor, uh, yep. yes, like an old-fashioned bullshit safety razor, mm. um, not that not any of that Gillette shit. Like it's it's like straight up made in Taiwan, you know, safety razor, and it works great. I usually shave without shaving cream with it. That's how good it is. Hmm. So yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> here's Glad the attack. To know that? Yep. There you go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so <clears throat> here we go. Of recent years, a great number of safety razors have been invented and placed on the market. The manufacturers of each claiming that theirs are superior to all others and that they have at least produced a razor that is destined to revolutionize shaving. Disgusting. I know. One thing may be said of safety razors in general, that if a man uses one, he is less likely to cut himself. But this is all that can be reasonably be said in their favor. (laughs) So, it lives up to its
1: name. But other than that... (laughs) Also, what's with these safety pins? Whatever happened to good old-fashioned pins? (sighs) The
2: world is turning, (laughs) and it's turning before our eyes. Everybody's becoming soft. We're headed for a new Civil War. Gear. Indeed.
0: <laughs> so, of course, if it were impossible to shave with the ordinary razor without cutting oneself, then the safety razor would become a necessity. Right. Yeah. Right. The truth is, however, that anyone who has a good, keen, smooth-cutting razor lathers the face thoroughly and will learn, if he does not already know how to handle the razor properly, will run almost no danger. Such a man will seldom cut himself. So it's saying, like, get good with the straight razor and then you won't need a safety razor, you fucking (laughs) pussy. Right, yeah. That's what it's saying. Yeah, I I understand. uh, yeah, and I mean, I use a safety razor, but I, I i don't know, I agree. Taking a knife to your own face just to
1: shave seems logical. See, our ancestors, they were in the trenches fighting Nazis or something and cutting their faces... With open razors, and here we are. I'm sitting on a pillow instead of the ground because my tushy is too sensitive, and (laughs) now we gotta use razors that can't cut our faces. Yeah.
0: (sighs) The whole generation is wussified. (laughs) Seriously, yeah. Alright, so here's the last paragraph. On the other hand... Most of the safety razors are difficult to keep clean and dry and therefore free from rust. And owing to the difficulty of stropping them, it is almost if not quite impossible to keep them sharp. It is also difficult to make the correct stroke with them. Probably a hundred thousand safety razors have been sold in the United States within the past few years and it is extremely doubtful if 10% of them are now in use. How do you come up with that
1: number? <laughs> I, don't know. I have walked through all, there's probably, what, 48 states at that Through all 48 states. And I've seen <laughs> that only 10% of safety razor buyers use them. They were such trash on the market this that they, like, put all this. person had a way too much time on their
0: hand yeah no i was gonna say there was such trash in the market there's like a hole in a desert in new mexico where they buried all the safety razors because they just like bankrupted the whole industry or something right
1: next to the et cartridges (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) so here's the thing all right yeah uh i know this is a fucking lie (laughs) (laughs) because i've been using a safety razor for like five years Mm -hmm. uh they're super easy to keep clean and dry and free from rust. Okay. Like, it's not even a thing. Like, and, like, uh, as far as, like, them dolling quickly, there's a really easy way to keep a safety razor blade going for, like, several months. All right. Like, usually it's like, ah, if you shave daily, it'll last, like, two weeks or something sure. like that. Sure. No, you can keep it going for a couple months if you're really good with this. It's so simple. You take the blade out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then you just swipe it across the back of your hand that's it all right. or the palm if you need a little more grit use the palm of your hand and you so... just swipe it three times one way three times the other way and then it's as good as new
1: without cutting your hand yeah you don't cut your hand oh. It's really easy okay I mean cuz I come my... be... I was following along and I definitely cut my hands <laughs> are you okay over there yeah I'll just lick it closed all right <laughs>
2: All well, right, but that's... yeah, so
0: like, if you're looking for a cheaper way to shave, go with a safety razor. It's like three bucks for a carton of 3,000 blades. <laughs> you
1: should write a response and submit it to Congress. <laughs> Dear sir
0: <laughs> or madame. Because uh, we don't know, because it might have been written by a collective. That's okay, true. there you go. So that was the polemic on uh, safety razors. No, yeah. well controversial shit <laughs>
2: yeah
1: yeah I okay we so, talked about what really mattered yep shall we move on to the next honorable mention james sure yeah i've got a i've got a syrian and a swede let's go with the swede okay okay pulling up my my swede
2: pulling up my make swede.
1: it snappy all right so before i start mm. The details on this guy's life may be out of order. There are all all sorts of accounts that put them in different order. But they all agree on the actual events. So, we know these events happened. We just don't know when in this dude's life. Um, But, I'm going to tell what I found most of these records to say. So, uh, this man is a Swede, and his name is Ivor Thordgray. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good nickname if you ever heard one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ivor Thorngray. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, Ivor is a a Swede, if you didn't get that. And he was born in April of 1878. Okay. His older brother would become an artist, his younger brother would become an archaeologist. Who cares? <laughs> but Ivor, our boy Ivor, would instead go off and fight in 13 different wars what <laughs> yeah 13 wars yeah what year was this when he was born what sorry 18... 1878 so like a good a good time for war hawks I was gonna say to be born
2: <laughs> soldier <laughs> of fortune.
1: Pretty much. So, at 15 years old, (laughs) Ivor became a Merchant Marine and sailed around the world doing the Merchant Marine dance for a few years. Okay. And uh, after a year or two or three, he settled down in South Africa and immediately became a prison guard on a prison island, so like Shutter Island thing. Okay. And, uh, this is at the age of 18, so he's already guarding a prison. God damn. Then the Boer War flares up, so Ivor right. joined the South African forces as a mounted rifleman, and fought okay. in the Boer War for, like, three years. And Then he became a policeman after that whole thing, and joined the, the militia. And, uh, and then the Zulus rebel yet again. And so he fights the Zulus in a rebellion known as the Bombatha Rebellion. Oh, interesting. Then he traveled to Kenya in 1907 and joined the mounted police there. Then he headed to the Philippines and joined the U.S. Foreign Legion to fight against various Filipino uprisings. Okay, classic. Mm -hmm. Then he traveled to Malaya, where he became a planter uh, for a couple years. Oh, Uh, so like like a military planter? (laughs) No, I think he was actually just a farmer. (laughs)
0: Okay, fine. Boring, regular-ass farmer.
1: Well, it's not boring, because while he's farming, he's fighting off cannibals. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, so... And he's also teaching the local people how to use rifles to fight headhunters. Well, okay, I'm I'm for that. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Then in 1913, he went over to China for a bit to fight in the Chinese Revolution, because why not? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But he didn't stay here long because he heard all Mexico was going through some struggles. And Uh this guy named Pancho Villa
2: was looking
1: for recruits. Name drop. Yeah, So Ivor traveled to Mexico and joined Pancho Villa's artillery unit. One of them, not the unit. And he was eventually promoted to colonel. And then he became chief of staff of the first Mexican army in 1914. Wait. What? 19...
2: 14 Oh oh shit it's time for world war 1
1: That lasted longer than the Battle of Passchendaele. (laughs) I only wish I'd taken a deeper breath. (laughs) You kept- that was super long. You've got healthy lungs! (laughs) I did like a hundred jumping jacks today, so... (laughs) You're all amped up. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm at a loss of words.
0: Uh, I'm the next opera singer, star, whatever. Yes What's that are. blind dude's name? What? And Andrea Bocelli. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like Super that. Super good singer. Yeah. Yeah. He just won some
1: award. Yeah, for remember it was. Medal of Honor, I believe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So
1: Ivor, really, he leaves Mexico and he joins the British forces for World War One. And then I lost my spot, but I've really because <laughs> he's now in Britain and he fights alongside the British and he earns the British War Medal and the Allied Victory Medal. Okay. But meanwhile, Russia is going through this little revolution thing you may have heard of, and oh.
2: uh,
1: America and Britain send soldiers into Russia to fight against the commies.
2: Wait, what? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. We Say invade that again. We invade. Uh, we invaded Russia long before the Soviets even took power, but you don't hear about it because we got our asses kicked. <coughs> That's right, I remember that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that some episode. Anyway, Ivor goes with these forces, so now he's in Russia fighting alongside the British and American soldiers against the communists. And he, he became the commanding officer of the 1st Siberian Assault Division, which, shit, is pretty cool. Then he was promoted to major general in 1919. Then in 1923, he finally returned home to Sweden after all of these wars. And he wrote a book about Mexican archaeology. What? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the wars, yeah. Not, so he wrote the archaeology book. What did his archaeologist span brother write? I don't know. I didn't look up his life. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Actually adding to society? No. <laughs> Give me the wars. He's like and all these wars he's like
2: When this war is finally over, I will go and write my Mexican archaeology book.
1: He's just yeah, yeah he's in Siberia shooting communists, but in his head he's like, Man, those Mayans knew how to build. <laughs> uh Mr. Worldwide, pretty much. Well, then he he eventually moves to America, becomes an American citizen, starts a bank, and then he was made chief of staff to the governor of Florida. Uh, I uh, mean, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Then he wrote a he wrote a book from his about his experiences in Mexico, and he called the book "Gringo Rebel." Oh my is, God! What a name! <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. One time, somebody told Ivor that his military record was more diversified than Alexander the Great, and Ivor responded, I have one distinction. Oh, wait, that's got to be a Swedish accent. (laughs) Okay. I have one distinction. I think more people have shot at me with arrows than at any other man in the world. That was like a perfect Swedish accent.
2: Thank I you, yeah. I can't
0: believe you're no not one's...
1: in theater. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, I've I've been practicing. I am Swedish, actually, so it just comes ah. naturally. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of arrows. Oh, God. One time Ivor was in a bar in New York City, just chilling with some American soldiers. Uh-huh. And uh, things get heated. Because all these young whippersnappers are going on and on about how great modern revolvers are. Ah. And Ivor, he liked his revolvers, of course, but he firmly believed that medieval English longbows were superior. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, he challenges them to basically a shooting competition.
0: ARE YOU KIDDING ME?!
2: <laughs>
1: no. Oh, they get I their just... rifles and pistols, and he okay. picks up his longbow. Yeah. Was there something you wanted to say? I was gonna say, I was hoping
0: it would be a duel between, like, a gunslinger and a longbowman. <laughs> that
1: That'd be horrible, because you wouldn't die from the arrow! <laughs> You'd just be <laughs> pinned to, a, to the ground. That's I true. Yeah. So you were saying they got this competition going. Yeah, and he just crushes them. He really? (laughs) Yeah, hits the mark every time. And uh, then when asked about archery, he just goes, "Ah." "Oh yeah, Swedish accent. I like it much better than golf." What? (laughs) He likes it better than golf.
0: Well, who wouldn't? Golf is fucking boring. <laughs> it's the worst.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Wow. Okay, is that the last thing? That's, about right, him? that's well then he he married twice and then he died uh, and he left 3 million dollars for exchange students. He had 3 million dollars?
2: Shit. Yeah,
1: no. We got to get into war profiteering.
0: I was gonna say <laughs>
1: that's that's the number one in that one thousand reason or ways to make money <laughs>
0: If you want us to get into war profiteering, subscribe to us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gotta sack those cities. Yep. Uh That's uh, it. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh shit, I just dropped something. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I gotta fix this. It it won't fix itself.
2: Okay, so... yeah.
0: Okay, James, here here we go again, alright? Yep. We have uh, four choices. Okay. And one of them I'm not even gonna tell you because it sucks. Is it your diary? No, okay, I'm gonna tell it to you. It's not my diary, Mm -hmm. alright? So I want you to pick between the Goody Two Shoes, Mm -hmm. Bolo, McDonald's, and... The Duel. We
1: gotta go with The Duel. Oh, fuck. That's the one I didn't want you to pick. (laughs) Well, you changed...
2: (laughs) You changed the
1: sources from the last time you made me pick the sources. I know. Okay. You you went from space to McDonald's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't you want to know how those two are related? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: let's go with Galaxy Burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken nuggets in
0: space. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so this is from a book published in 1921, Good year. and it's called Doctor McDonald's oh, Astrological God. Dream Book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you lied about the uh, McDonalds.
0: Yes. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. um, to name something. Sure. And uh, a belly button. I'm going to pick the closest thing, okay?
1: All right. It's got to be uh, Jupiter. Jupiter has a belly button of gas.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Here are all the body parts. Let's see. Mouth, lips, teeth, neck, shoulders, arms, feet, legs, knees, hands.
1: Mouth. flesh in general. The mouth. mouth? The mouth is like mouth? the belly button of the face. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, too true. Too true. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Hold on. That's how I'm you get all in your in nutrients. In all right. All <clears> right. <throat> So, yeah, this is Dr. McDonald's uh, astrological dream book. Great. So, if you are dreaming about the mouth, this is what you're going to get, okay? Oh, yeah.
2: right.
0: The mouth is the citadel, rampart or gateway, enclosing the internal parts of the human body. Sure. I mean, yeah. It's like, helms <laughs> deep on your face.
1: Yeah. I, I get Gandalf
0: it. comes riding out, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh and then a bomb gets planted there. Oh that's nice. Okay. <clears throat> Is that Should it? a Oh yeah. No, no. Should a person dream of having a mouth larger than ordinary, <laughs> right. his household will become enriched and himself
1: blessed with opulence. That's probably reason number nineteen of how to get rich. <laughs> yep. <laughs> get a big mouth. Dream of a Dr. Seuss character and you'll be rich. <laughs>
0: yeah uh it's like a Lita battle angel or whatever, except like not <laughs> yeah. that'll be the next one. It's just have an excessively large mouth instead <laughs> of eyes. Uh, I didn't see that movie um, I just saw the trailer and thought it looked fucking hilarious okay uh <clears throat> to dream of having a putrid mouth mm. <laughs> signifies that the dreamer will excite universal contempt among former friends and companions oh, and geez. be despised. Even by servants or others attached to the household. So, yeah, wow. if you dream of having, like, shit in your mouth, you're, you're, everyone hates you.
1: Oh, God. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you better, like, shut it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, spit even that the, shit out and the shut your servants. mouth. Even the servants? I know. God, the servants. How horrible. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> To dream of having a mouth closed firmly, as neither to be able to eat nor drink, indicates danger to be apprehended from sudden illness. Okay. So you're going to get sick if you can't open your mouth.
1: Yeah.
0: We're learning a lot here. To dream of having a lock placed on the mouth denotes that the dreamer will be shortly entrusted with a secret fraught with danger. Oh, Okay. Oh, but it's different for women. Okay, so of course, to a woman, this dream is a prophetic warning that some indiscreet words may bring about the ruin to her family or husband.
1: Mm, yeah, because ah. women are always talking, and <laughs> yep. that's that's why. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So 1920s. That's what a good what a good decade. Oh yeah. Coolidge um, was doing his thing and. We were killing Iranians and yeah, it's
0: good mm. stuff. So, would you like to do one more thing from the astrological dream book? Yeah. So, what other what other kind of nouns can I pick from? Is it just body parts? Uh, you can pick literally anything. I mean, here's lemonade. All right.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna
0: want lemonade. To To be in a place where it is sold, trouble and disappointment to a near friend. Drink it, bitterness
1: of spirit, the failure of a long cherished scheme. So if you see some, like, neighborhood kids with their lemonade stand, your friend's (laughs) gonna get hit by a truck. Is that kind (laughs) of what's... I'm hearing... Okay.
2: Yeah, well...
0: Oh, shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh... Uh, There's some words on this page.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Uh, All right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Macaroni means parasite. Um, Now, are you changing the word? I swear to God, I'm not. This is right out of the book. Oh, that's here's what here's what it means. If you dream of kidney beans, Um, to see them (laughs) growing means envy and malice.
1: Goddamn night.
0: Oh, and the longest entry on this page is for knee.
1: (laughs) Just knee? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Okay, so here's the one we might have to cut, but I want to read it to you anyway.
1: All
2: right. (laughs) I'm going to mark. I'm going to mark. Yes, please do. (laughs) If you dream of a Jew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Netanyahu, is that you? (laughs) No, if you if you dream of conversing with a Jew, it denotes deceit, direct or indirect rascality. <laughs> wow. Should one should, yep, should one render <laughs> you service in your dream means unexpected happiness, success and prosperity.
1: 1921 <laughs> 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 Oh, wow, that's good stuff. That's Oh, man. Okay, if you dream of incest,
0: <laughs> you know what this means? You dream of Wait,
1: incest. I'm just <laughs> I just want a, a spin off of I Dream of Genie, which
2: <laughs> I Dream of a Jew. <laughs> okay, oh so incest. God. What
0: <laughs> Incest, if you dream of incest, it indicates progress in the arts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm banging my brother, but <laughs> I've got a great painting here, too.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez.
0: I, I want to keep... I want to look at a couple more of these. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, Let's see. If you dream of the devil... Yes?
1: Are you there? I'm there, yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't say anything. (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking of Satan. (laughs) (laughs) To dream of
0: the devil with horns, claw, forked tail, and cloven hoofs means torment and despair. To strike the devil and vanquish him means triumph over enemies, glory, distinction, braving popular opinions. Braving popular opinions. Oh, braving popular opposition. Sorry. Uh yes. So if you're like fighting the devil, if you're Alex Jones, uh (laughs) Yeah. Give Lucifer a little
1: slap on the cheeks, and Yeah, you're gonna get fortune and fame.
0: Oh, speaking of cheeks, here's the entry for cheeks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Full and rosy means interrupted prosperity. Sin thunk thunken. Thin, sunken, or blemished uh means sudden adversity. Mm, I love the I love the variety, okay? There's Cannon, Canary, Bell, and Beetroot on the same fucking page.
1: So, I don't know about your dreams, but my (laughs) dreams usually take the form of a story. And it's not just me thinking about Cheeks. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know. This guy's a little little off the, the rocker. Would you like to pick one more? Yeah. Uh, how about the the big toe? Okay, let me see if I can find it. The foot. Waiting for Aaron to find his place. I,
0: I mean, it's not like I can search this shit. It's literally pictures of text. Okay. <clears throat> You're here it
1: always is. welcome here. It is a safe place. Oh.
0: Uh... Okay. So here's the feet. Mm-hmm. It's close enough. Sure. To dream of having three or four feet indicates to the dreamer that the risk of having his legs paralyzed through swellings or some accident. Nevertheless, this dream is a fortunate one for traders, especially those who deal in imported merchandise.
2: Oh,
1: okay. So you
0: want to dream about having lots of feet, okay? If you're a merchant, sure. To dream of having the feet cut off signifies trouble. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, Sherlock! (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, uh, To dream of kissing the feet of another indicates repentance, contrition, humility, and meekness.
2: All right.
1: I'm going to see if this continues on the next one. How do you go about deciding this? (laughs) Is it just trial and error? (laughs) I don't don't know. know. I
0: think you just have to be a prophet like Dr. McDonald. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Should one dream of having the leg or foot crushed, broken, or otherwise injured, signifies uh, that his servant will sustain some loss or damage. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got servants these days.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. It's really when America was doing the right thing. Servants and and those women are talking again. But oh god, <laughs> we, we've got servants, so it's okay. Man, okay, so that's um, that's it for McDonald's. Uh,
0: I've had enough of the breakfast burritos or whatever. Do they serve breakfast burritos at McDonald's?
1: No, that's a Burger King thing, you fool. That's mo- only Burger King.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess the last guy we've got is is what now? Uh, a Syrian
1: from Syria uh, Oh wait, is he Syrian? Is he Syrian or Assyrian? Or well, I don't know. Assyrian. He's more Iranian, actually. Um, okay. But more more like a Syrian. Uh, away from home in Iran. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes. Now, speaking of not being at home, I have to use the potty. Goddamn so all right
0: yeah take care of yourself james goodbye <laughs> so let's see what's going on in the news everybody
1: you're still there james sorry i'm getting up i'm leaving
2: I'm get sick. out of here. my wooden leg is filled with oatmeal Oh, God. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I've eaten so many coffee beans.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, you must be jittery as hell.
1: Yeah. Yeah, little jitterbug. Got me going. Okay, so here's the thing. We're not going to talk. We're not going to do the last honorable mention. What? It's a great story. It's super cute. Uh, I've been waiting to tell it to everyone, but we're not going to tell it today. Why? We're, we're going to save it. What? Why? For, like, a full episode, or...? Possibly. Possibly a full episode, if it's on the shorter end. Um, Okay. But I also have something else prepared. Oh, my God. Okay, let's do that. Okay. So, I, uh... I procrastinated. Okay. And then I was thinking, what are Aaron's favorite things to do on this podcast? Uh... Well, what are they? Uh, uh, drink coffee and feel sad. <laughs> well, yeah, besides number one and number two. All the others. Oh. So what I had is I c- combined things such as history. Ah. <laughs> um, events. Okay. Acting. Acting? Voice acting. Um,
0: oh no! I know a- where this is going. Accents. Oh no! <laughs>
1: um, and interaction with our listeners. Oh,
0: good. My favorite. No, thing. it's
1: it's not good because. So here's here's where we are. Okay. I, I hopped on Facebook last last late last night, uh-huh. and I told the listeners. To give me historical events. Just interesting historical events that we could reenact on the air. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. is I told them to give it a twist. Oh. And now the problem was, is I gave them an example. And this was totally my fault, but my example was... So you could say... The signing of the Treaty of Versailles, but with only Scottish accents. And that was my oh. example.
2: Okay. I should
1: not have gone with the accents example. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> because all of their submitted answers. <laughs> Include accents. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this shit. <laughs> so, we don't, we, I mean, if you really don't want to, I suppose we no, don't have to. We, could uh, we have this. to do it. The we have, have to give it, it to them. I know. Yes. They wanted it. And we have to do our yeah. best. So, I've okay. got four four answers here. Okay. d. How should we go about this? What well, just, I mean. You know, okay. Do you want S number one, S number two, J number one, or J number two? I want S number one. From our, from our boy Steve. Okay. Oh, okay. So, God, you picked the worst one out of all of them. Not Christ. because it's a bad, but it's, it's just, uh, the accent, <laughs> the accents. Okay.
0: You're insulting Steve right now.
2: Okay. No, no.
1: I I love Steve. Steve's a great okay. guy. It, it, his submission is great. It's just that our there's no way this is going to go well. So Okay. He wants us to briefly cover the great molasses flood of 1919. Classic. So we'll might have to look that up just a bit. Okay. Well, it's it's syrup, okay? There's a lot of syrup spilled. <laughs> right. The twist. <laughs> We have to we have to tell it as Cheerleader Valley Girls.
0: <laughs> cheerleader Valley Girls? Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh Christ, I don't even know what that sounds like. It's just your douchey California rich girl voice. Can you do one? Well, I was totally thinking that I could, but then my boyfriend Brad came over. (laughs) Brad is just so cool, but unfortunately, we went shopping together, and I saw this this blender that I could use for my morning nutrition smoothies and the blender was only $300. So I called Betty and was like, "Betty, OMG, this blender is just so blend delicious." <laughs> All right, so, I think I can I think I can do that. So like that. Yeah, you
0: got that. Okay. So we're going to reenact the molasses flood.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. It doesn't have to be long because I right. do have we have some others. self-esteem <laughs> that we can't destroy, and we've got a few others. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start this
0: off with a quote that I'm seeing on Wikipedia about it from okay. a Boston Post report. Oh my God, molasses was waist deep. It covered the street and swirled and bubbled about the wreckage. Oh man, I'm fucking this up. I'm
1: terrible. No, you're good. I- All right. Don't, don't criticize yourself. Like, you're a strong girl, okay? And just oh, because right. dad bought your Ferrari for you and you didn't buy it doesn't mean that the syrup doesn't bother you. I mean, look at our shoes. Look at our shoes. They're just covered in this disgusting syrup.
0: Oh, my God. And the horses are, like, dying over there. I've never seen a horse. Here's a quote. <laughs> Here's a quote. Here's the- horses died like so many flies on sticky fly paper. Fuck, I can't do this accent. This is terrible. Uh, well, no, you, you you're doing well, okay. Hey, horses died like so many flies on sticky fly paper. Uh I, 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 I've, I've never met a Californian before. Uh, yeah, they're, course, that, they're that's interesting. A <laughs> Uh, that's a fucking lie. I live in Austin. There's more Californians here than fucking California. That's true. Yeah. Well,
1: uh, should we just call it a day on that whole
2: endeavor?
1: I love it. I, I love it. Uh, okay, yeah. I think I think we'll move on to the next one. So, sorry, or Steve. We... That's probably not what he had, had in mind. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve,
0: you should have known it was going to be garbage. <laughs> Setting us yeah. up for failure like that. Mm.
2: <laughs>
0: so, okay.
1: okay. S2. Uh, S2. Alright, let's see. S2, we have from Steven! Oh! <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> this. I know you can do this accent. Okay. So, Steven wants us to do <laughs> to just reenact, to relive the first moon landing. Right? Okay. Yeah. With French accents.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fantastic. <laughs>
2: Jean Claude, look out to the tiny circular window. What do you see, Jean Claude? We're near the moon. Oui, wait, Jean Claude. But why do you sound like a. a. not a Frenchman, like a pirate? Oh, because I am a French buccaneer. But now, but now, we, ah, we Frenchmen, we like cheese. Uh, and that is why. We're here on the moon. <laughs> we. One small step for man. <laughs> One giant leap for French kind. Because <laughs> everything we do is better than everyone else. <laughs> it is time to plant the bigot. Plant the baguette. It is colder here than Napoleon's retreat from Moscow. <laughs> I
1: can see I can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay, great. That was hey, it's good. Okay, so moving A on valiant effort I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the moon landing. So, oh. we've got <laughs> That's the only thing French people say is Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, we've got J1 and J2. J1. J1 from Joshua. Okay. Indiana is this Josh, Josh from Indiana? Oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> Hell yeah! So he gave us two. Uh, okay. The first one is—I I think we got to go with number one. Okay. And that is Caligula promoting one of his horses to the position of senator. Okay. Using a deep Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you want to be Caligula, and I'll I'll be a senator, I guess. Sure.
2: All right. Now here's the thing, partner. <clears throat> this I town got... ain't big. All right. Sorry. No. Nope. Go ahead. Nope. <laughs> you listen to little booties. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I got this here horse. All right. right. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he uh he's a real real good stallion. You know. Just he's you know, a scoundrel. The original pickup truck, that kind of shit, right? Mm, yep. Yeah. get her done. Yep, get her done. All right, so I uh, I would like you to make my horse, uh, a senator. What the hell? I said I want you to make this here horse a senator. You know you've got your boots, your boots on the wrong feet, my friend. Here, here in the the south of Rome. We don't just let mammals rule us. Do you you remember this little place called the Alamo? No, I do not recall an Alamo. Well, we killed a horse there. Oh. So we're going to have to decline your horse senator request. I don't care. (sighs) I'm I'm little booties. You gotta do what I say, or it's the break for you. Well, fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not good,
2: but so possible. bad.
1: Okay. okay, yep, that's all. All right, here yep. we go. <laughs> we got one more, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> this one is probably the one I'm most excited for. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we need to reenact the Hamilton Burr duel. Oh, fucking hell. With a Cockney accent. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? You want to hear
0: something funny? Uh-huh. You remember that duel I mentioned earlier? Mm-hmm. I was going to read the account of the Burr Hamilton <laughs> duel. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> yeah, I was, and I was going to read it in the voice of the, the bishop from, from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, because the well, rules perfect. are... The rules are so fucking specific, it's hilarious, but... Well, we
1: could just, we could kind of just transfer that over. She do, she doesn't know. I mean,
2: Oh, it comes maybe. from our, our fan Julianne, by the way. I don't,
0: okay, so you gotta tell me how the duel actually went, because I don't know. I've never seen the show, I've never met Burr himself, you know.
1: You are gonna get so much crap for that. It's how Alexander Hamilton dies. <laughs> right, I know that much. Oh,
2: okay.
0: Jesus. Well, oh. but like, is it just they go out and they shoot each other or shoot at each other, and Bird just gets shot first, or what?
1: I don't know. Why don't we let ourselves
0: tell us? <laughs> all right. Well, t- <laughs> so Cockney accents. All right. Yep.
2: Can Can you do a Cockney accent? I have, n- <laughs> I have no. All right. Um. All you gotta do is leave out the T's. That's it. Do a guttural stop. All you All you gotta do is leave out the T's. That fucking sucks, man. Yeah, well. (laughs) All right, well, let's go out. Uh, See, I'm not
0: really Cockney. Okay, now I'm Cockney. All right, let's go out and shoot at each other. Now I'm
2: Australian. Okay, let's do it, mate. God bless the queen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bang.
1: (laughs) Alright. Uh, Enough are of you... that. I'm done. You... <laughs> that was a terrible idea. Um It was fun. It was submitted by me when I was drunk and lacking sleep. So Okay. okay. <laughs> a recipe for success. You got drunk on a Monday night. <laughs> it's a sad life, okay?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're an, we're an hour and a half in, so probably about time to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um So, I have a favorite that we covered today, James, and it was the money-making scheme. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. So, I would like to choose a number, Mm -hmm. but I would like to do it based on the number of podcast plays we have this
1: week. Yes? Oh, yeah, because why not promote ourselves a little bit more? Three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Soundcloud.com.
0: All right, so this week... Oh mm-hmm. shit! We've been doing well this week. God damn. This week we have an average of six hundred and sixty-three plays. Oh. Uh, hmm. Which is huh? really, really
1: fucking good. <laughs> We're almost at the Satan tier.
0: Yeah, for us. Oh, wait, for that. Mm-hmm. For that matter, I think people might be interested to know how many actual plays we've gotten in total. Time. Okay. Drum roll, please. <laughs> yes. We just passed 34,000 total plays.
1: That is a small army. Yes. <laughs> <That's, laughs> wow. Yep. Yep. Fuck. That's a <laughs> lot of nonsense. I know. And our <laughs> and top size. yep lies. Say, yep. Ugh.
0: I spreading mean, our filth. Yep. But that's that's pretty significant. You know, 34,000 plays total. I'm happy with that. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh... Top cities?
2: What were you gonna, top cities. Oh, I was just
0: at top cities, yeah. Still still the same ones, Atlanta, Katy, and Dallas.
1: Right, uh, wherever I... yeah, that's where I saw yeah. myself. Yeah. So Wait, you wanna you wanna hear our top countries? Top countries? Uh, yes. Sure, yeah. Uh,
0: no, how about we go with our bottom countries? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we are least listened to in mm-hmm. the United
1: Arab Emirates. Sure. Well, I really pissed on their parade in yeah. our episode thirty-four. Uh, Down there at the bottom, we've also got Georgia, which is a country. Damn uh, it!
0: Not the state.
1: Okay, well, Uh, actually, coming up, I'm... Spoiler alert, I was going to cover Queen Tamar of Georgia. So we'll get some plays there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then we got Greece, Peru, Albania, the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela, oh, uh, surprise, Korea, New Zealand. It's down yeah, there at number good. 43. We've gotten like a total of 41 plays in New Zealand, which, mm-hmm. I mean, fine. Well, it's hard
1: for <laughs> sheep to listen to podcasts.
0: That is true. That is yeah. true. But yes, our top countries of all time are mm-hmm.
1: the US of A, baby. Love it or leave it.
0: Uh, the UK hmm uh, we left them yep uh Canada left
1: uh, them also.
0: oh Canada and get it get this
1: Norway oh yeah that where is Norway <laughs>
0: hell yeah buddy uh and then top five like last number five
1: is Russia and that's it the top five so I'm hearing Putin is, am I correct yes Putin yeah
0: Definitely Putin. Putin is listening. Okay. Yeah. So uh the average play oh it's at six sixty four now. Wow, how about that? Hmm. So six sixty-four in our one thousand ways to make money. All right. Yeah. I believe it's still in the invention section, so this should be good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. Six sixty-four. Uh-huh. Mosquito Annihilator. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Oh. I know, like I didn't expect to see that shit No Uh So the greatest pest is the mosquito If True. some chemical could be found Which could be squirted liberally Upon the marshes yes. Which is the breeding place of the mosquito And thus annihilate the pest A long-suffering public would shower Its benefactor with gold They did invent that. It's called napalm, isn't
1: it? I think it's just called off lawn. Yeah, yeah. lawn and garden or whatever. Oh man, God bless those boys. Yep, killing those
2: mosquitoes.
1: That's just that's suckers.
0: That's just four uh, inventions past the artificial
1: egg. (laughs) (laughs) Really made some leaps and bounds in between, you know. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) going from making eggs to killing eggs. It's yeah. Yeah. Still no almond thing. I, I I like the almond scheme. The almond
0: blanching.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's about
0: time to bring the show to an end for today, James. Yeah. 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 And next
1: week we'll be back with more, uh, like, straight up history. Yeah. We just, we had and to take a week off because we're lying pieces of shit. And every once in a while, yeah, we're a
0: little lazy uh, too. Well, yeah, we work hard for this show, and we also work hard at our other jobs and things, so, like, um, you know, sometimes you just gotta take a little break. But, hey, we planned it, so there you go. Uh, Anyway, let me read the end here. Can you mark this? I want to cut a little bit, so Mm -hmm. I'm just scrolling to the end of a document here. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. Mm. So, we started the show by talking about how you could support us. And I think we put a little little emphasis on the cash side of things. But I would like, in fact, to put more emphasis on the social media side of things. Yes? Um, You see, a good review, a share, or a rating, or whatever you can do to get us heard by more people is pretty much better than money.
1: So yeah, share the show with your friends.
0: Would you like to say anything else, James?
1: Yeah. Next time you go to the grocery store, when you're leaving, you know where like, like those Salvation Army and Girl Scouts are always there? Well, kick them out because they're not doing any good for anyone. And sit there at the entrance or exit of the grocery store and just tell everyone about our podcast as they leave. Yes. And then tell the Girl Scouts about it. Oh my God. I feel like
0: I got two hours of sleep. God. You did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I think it's time to bring the show to an end for today. Feel free to send all your hate tweets to WTADP Podcast. We will read all of them and not a long. If you hate us, you are probably right. If you like us, though, please consider funding the show by becoming a patron on patreon.com. That's patreon.com slash we talk about dead people. If you just want to tip us, that's digitaltipjar.com slash WTADP or Venmo at WTADP. Fifty bucks, twenty bucks, even as little as a dollar, as much as it costs to make another dollar, according to that stupid ass book, helps tremendously. Our cover art was created by the extremely gifted Ian Patterson of Ian Patterson Illustration. You can view more of his phenomenal work at ipattersonillustration.com. And with all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds of...
1: The Swiss play you out. I've got holes in my cheese, but cash in my pockets. Oh, look, a mountain.